Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello guys, welcome to a special bonus SC Report podcast this week with the buys upon us. State of Origin teams for Game 1 have been announced. We thought it would be a good idea to do a, a little uh, mini podcast on a Monday night focusing solely on State of Origin. And we've got the champion from 2016 on the other end of the line, Wilfred. Mate, good to have you back. This is the uh, this is the time of year that us super coaches really enjoy, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, not only do you get to watch some good footy with the Origin, but uh, it's obviously our chance for those of us playing overall to, you know, to catch up a few uh, people in the rankings and obviously take advantage of some, you know, cheapies who pop up and, and maybe play a couple of games and then disappear. That's right, mate. It's the time to get excited. If you can't get excited about this time of the season, then you shouldn't be playing Supercoach. And like you say, traditionally it's been the time to jump uh, up in the rankings. Maybe not as much this year with the standalone second game, but I still think there's a, there's an opportunity for a lot of people to make a bit of a move, isn't there? I definitely think it's... You know, we all talked about how it seemed like it was going to be easier in the preseason, but as we looked closer and closer, it's just been looking harder and harder. Um, so, yeah, no doubt we'll, we'll dig into it a bit deeper uh, and we'll see just how tough it's going to be. Yeah, definitely. I think that is a very good point with backing up with the uh, international tests. It's um, it's going to be a tricky, you know, six or eight weeks, but that's what we're here for uh, and we'll, we'll jump right into that in a second. Now, like we said, this is a State of Origin podcast only, this particular one, so we're not going to be talking about Moylan, Burgess, Tapao, those sort of people. We'll save that for Wednesday night. We will do the usual uh, around the grounds, though, because we have to give a bit of a shout-out to Wenin. He's had a good couple of weeks. Wenin is up to 487th overall, so he's cracked the top 500. He's feeling pretty good about himself. Wilford, you're not far behind at 1,039th. I'm at 1,469th, so I'm about 50 points behind you. And then Joe Fitz is languishing 2,917th after a bit of a rough round 12. So it's good to have three of us in the top 1,500, and Joe Fitz is not far behind. Yeah, you could say uh, he may have uh, had a big surge a couple of weeks back, but now he's (laughs) running like a busted... Yeah, he's struggling a bit. He's struggling a bit, but I'm sure he'll come back. But well done, Wenin, mate. You are you've achieved your lifelong dream uh, of making it into the top 500, and the only way to go is downhill from here for you. But not far off. Uh, JT is uh, our other mate from our league, 78th, and he's actually only about 190 points ahead of Wenin. So Wenin's probably only about 180 or 170 out of the top 100. So he'll be pushing hard this week um, to make that jump. 
All right, let's let's jump into it. Uh, the Origin teams. I'll put the Origin teams uh, up somewhere on the website. People would have seen them already anyway. Mate, we're going to start with New South Wales. Uh, this team's been floating around for a couple of days, and it got announced as we thought. Uh, we'll run through it in a sec. But any surprises there for you? Uh, not really. I, I think you know these were the names that have been floating around for a while. Uh, the the all, the all the chat was about the battle between Cook and McInnes, and obviously. Um, to the horror of most super coaches, Cooks won the battle, which is great for New South Wales. Uh, not so good for obviously our super coach teams, but you know he deserves it. He's been playing so well, so can't really blame uh, Freddie for picking him. Uh, that really, there's no no real standouts. That you know, there's no name here that you weren't expecting to see, basically. Yeah, exactly. And I think we've just got it here in front of us. We've highlighted the guys whose NRL teams are playing this weekend. So we've got Tedesco, Tommy and Jake Chaboyevic, Luttrell, Damian Cook, Boyd Cordner and Angus Crichton. So at the start of the season, you would have said Tedesco, Chaboyevic, Chaboyevic and Cordner. Yep, they're probably likely to be there. But probably Luttrell, Damian Cook and Angus Crichton would probably be the three guys who people would own in their Supercoach team, who at the start of the year, they probably would have been hoping would have played this first bye, wouldn't they? Yeah, definitely. I mean... You know, when I I started with Cook and I had an eye on round 13 as part of my decision there. So, you know, having said that, he's outscored far beyond my wildest imagination uh, when I picked him. So he's well and truly banked plenty of points up in, uh, in, in advance for this round. So I can't really complain too much about having him in my team from round one. No, exactly, and that was sort of why I started with Latrell as well. And he's, if I could just stop captaining, captaining him, uh, it'd probably be good. But <laughs> I've gone the captain on Latrell the last two weeks, and it, it hasn't been the end of the world, but it hasn't been as good as I would have hoped. But that's sort of the story with those two boys. And Angus Crichton, quite a few people have brought him in in the last month. He's, would you say he's probably the smoky or the the sort of least likely guy four or six weeks ago to make this New South Wales side? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he he was talked about last year uh, when he was having his breakout season as a future Origin player. But after his first, you know, six or so weeks, he really wasn't in that great form. So it was a surprise to see him suddenly, you know, on the back of really just a month of really good form, suddenly rocket into contention and and get picked. So, um, look, you can't complain if you've had him for a couple of weeks because he's been scoring incredibly well. But at the same time, he's not going to be playing next week, which is what owners would have hoped yeah it's really unfortunate um these guys who are who are playing this week obviously let's just have a quick look at who might be stepping into their nrl sides so for tedesco uh it looks like tupo will potentially be back to play on the wing with ferguson going to fullback the Trevojevic brothers um look you could see matt wright back in there maybe gachevsky comes back into the side somewhere uh for Luttrell, uh, you'll probably have, you know, one of the younger guys filling in out there. Hopefully Madison will be back for the Roosters this week. Damn I think, um, sorry to jump in there, right, I mate. think there's been a little bit of mail floating about that. Unfortunately, uh, for us Orbo owners, he might actually be stuck in the centres this this, um, oh, this game instead of uh, replacing Cordner uh, on the edge just because of the depth, um, you know, losing Teddy and Latrell out of their back line. Um, yeah, true. not great news for us Orbo owners. That's true, mate. That's true. I forgot about that. He actually crossed the stripe for a try last week, didn't he? Yeah, I played him too. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> you, that's 40 points will come in handy. 
Hey, 50, excuse me. 50, all right, fine. Um, all right, so that's, yeah, so Orbo out in the centres, that's definitely news. Thanks for that, mate. Uh, Farrah will probably come straight in for Cook. Koidna, you'll get a young back rower in there. And then Angus Crichton, who comes into this Rabbitohs side there for Crichton? Potentially, you know, you've got Burgess will push to the right edge with Cam Murray to start at lock. Could we maybe see Nichols come back for one last hurrah? Oh, I'm crossing my fingers and toes. He bloody better. Yeah, he's been sitting on my bench for a while, and I, I was like, I was going to sell him. I ended up selling Cacao last week instead of him, hoping that I might get lucky and have that one extra number for round 13. So if, it, if, if I lose Crichton but gain Nichols, like, I might be able to swallow that pill. But yeah. if, I, if I miss both oh, and, and miss out on Cacao in my team anymore, not a, not a good look. <laughs> nah. No, not good. But yeah, let's hope that Nichols comes back in for Crichton there. So I think he's the main one coming in for the New South Wales side uh, in place of one of the guys who has been selected. But like we said, Latrell Mitchell, Damian Cook, Angus Crichton, all selected for New South Wales origin. Probably the three bits of news there. If we jump across to Queensland, this team's been pretty much known for about the last week or so. No no huge surprises there, would you agree? Yeah, I think so. Um I guess Holmes and Oates, there was a bit of chat between the two of them, but really once Smith retired and the fact that there isn't a goal kicker in the team, um, obviously Valentine Holmes really jumped up the the pecking order there and he's obviously won out in the end. Uh, So, yeah, aside from that, I mean, you know, Matt Scott missing out plus Darius Boyd missing out, that's probably the, the biggest shocks, so to speak, but, you know, a lot of people were predicting that anyway. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the one for me probably is Cohen Hess. As a non-Cohen Hess owner, he's been scoring quite well this year in Supercoach. Uh, I think he's in the top 10. He's the 11th highest scorer so far this year. So I'm quite happy to see him. Uh, 21% owned in Supercoach. So a few people have got him. So I'm quite happy to see him there in that Queensland side. Uh, let's quickly run through the guys whose NRL clubs are playing this weekend. We've got Holmes, Greg Inglis, Dane Gagai, Dylan Napa, Gavin Cooper, Michael Morgan, and Cohen Hess. So, look, I don't know if there's going to be any particularly relevant replacements coming in for those guys. We'll, we'll get back to Valentine Holmes in a second. But Inglis and Gagai, Alex Johnson could be back. And maybe Richie Kenner. What do you think? Heimel Hunt, maybe, or Kenner? Well, I think if Inglis and Gaga are out, uh, Kenner's definitely a chance to come in. Um, I guess it depends on, obviously, Johnston. But really, you know, between the the, the two spots, uh, there's there's going to be a need for, obviously, someone to play fullback and then the two center positions there. So uh, I think definitely Hunt and maybe Kenner if he's fit. Yeah, I think Kenner's going to be close. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. If he gets that call up there, we'll know sort of come this time tomorrow. Dylan Napa, you'll just get a young forward coming in there at the Roosters. Gavin Cooper, who have we got here? They're expecting Scott Bolton to be back. Ethan Lowe and Sam Hoare as well. A couple of familiar names there. They're in the mix for the Hooper, sorry, the Cooper-Hess position. Michael Morgan, you'll get Lachlan Coote coming straight into the side there. Valentine Holmes, I think, is the most interesting one there on the wing for the Sharks. Sasai Feki probably makes the most sense, but is it maybe, could there maybe be a Sione Katoa sighting potentially this week? Yeah, I mean, if, um, you know, Josh Dugan gets out of bed and sprains his ankle, then there's every chance we might see um, Katoa on the wing, uh, even with Feki in the team. But yeah, as it stands, it seems like Fecky's going to be named um, as Holmes' replacement. 
Um, whether that means Edric Lee swaps wings or, or whatever, that's not clear. But yeah, hopefully Katoa gets a run. It'd be good to see him there. Yeah, it would be good. And we've got Wade Graham looking at a suspension, and Luke Lewis almost killed uh, Caelan Ponger, so he's he's a, can escape a ban. I don't know how. I'm surprised Caelan Ponger's still alive, to be honest. But look, with Graham suspended, it's probably likely that Capewell will come into that side. Do you know if Katoa can play um, back row at all? I don't believe so. I'm pretty sure he's an out-and-out winger. Okay. Um, so I was going to say, makes sense yeah. for Capewell for that spot, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Which obviously there's there's a few Capewell mm. owners out there yes. who'll be crossing their fingers after last week's ten points or whatever he scored off the bench. What a joke. Yeah. Uh, I, one thing I forgot to mention was I think the one thing we might have in our favour is that Katoa started the year on the right wing, whereas Fecky's usually playing on the left wing beside Lutelli. So if for whatever reason Shane Flanagan thinks that. You know, he'd rather keep Edric Lee and Lutelli on the left wing and then decides to bring just a, a straight right wing replacement for Valentine Holmes, then maybe we might get Katoa. Cross your fingers. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. That would be very good. Um, okay, here's a question without notice. From the teams that have been named today, is there anyone in there who you would be looking to sell who you previously weren't thinking about selling? Like a... Just as an example, an Angus Crichton, for example, you know, misses the two games with the potential to maybe not back up at some stage. Is there anyone there who you're thinking, oh, geez, this this bloke's a sell coming into the origin period? Yeah, uh, that's a really tough one because of the players I would have thought, um, the, the actual, the name that sticks out actually is Damien Cook because oh, there's the reason cool. being, is not, not necessarily because of the fact that he's going, he's you know, not going to get minutes or whatever, but the fact that he's been playing 80 minutes, he's going to play, you'd assume, at least 60 minutes at origin. And if you look at um, round 14, there's every chance that he doesn't really get, you know, a full game uh, that round because uh, the Rabbitohs do play on Friday night, that, uh, which is obviously two, a 48-hour turnaround from origin. Uh, I know, you know, a lot of players say that's actually easier to do, but, you know, when you've got Robbie Farrar, as your backup, you know, do you really want to risk, you know, Damian Cook, who's, ten, who's who's absolutely killing it, but they're playing the Titans and it's, you know, it's their, <clears throat> they're, they're traveling really well. Um, you know, it's his first full season as a starter and he's been playing 80 minutes every almost every single week. So, you know, do you really want to burn him out when you're potentially going to be a, con- a premiership contender? You know, like there's, there's every chance he could end up getting a rest in round 14. I'm not saying you will, but it may be useful to prepare for it. Yeah, no, I think so, definitely. This is one thing that you brought up to me before we started recording, was this round 14 and the potential for teams not backing up. Like you said, we've got Canberra, Penrith, Titans and the Rabbitohs all playing on that Friday night. Uh, and then on the Saturday, Manly Warriors, Knights, Roosters and, and Power and the Cowboys. But if we take those Friday night teams... Like you said, Rabbitohs and Panthers are both travelling very well and because of that, unfortunately for them, have got quite a few players in the origin side. But, boss, mate, selling Damian Cook, that would be a huge call. 713k, best player in Supercoach by almost 100 points so far this year. I, I know what you're saying in that, you know, he may potentially be rested and miss a couple of games or at least get reduced minutes in that round 14, but surely you can't sell him with, 
you know, with the rest of the season to go. Break even's only forty two, so he's only going to yep. go up in price. Well, like I said, I think it it really is a a call depending on your team specifics. So if you don't like, I've got Cameron Smith and Damian Cook, so I've got no need to sell. I'm just going to hold them for the season. But if Cook's your primary hooker and you've got no one as a backup, you know, you've got some dud like Slade Griffin or something like that in your secondary hooker position, then maybe you decide you're going to downgrade him to Cam Smith or whatever for, for <laughs> it sounds crazy, right? Downgrading Damian <laughs> Cook to Cam Smith. But, you know, you, you bank potentially, you know, 160. Oh, I don't even know how much Smith is at the moment. You'll bank a fair bit of coin. Mm. Um, you'll get potentially an extra game or, or, you know, you might get a higher average for rounds to, you know, 14, 15, 16. And obviously he'll cover round 17 as well. I guess it's it's worth looking at and thinking about, especially if he does end up missing round fourteen, or, or you know you've got you might have Cook and Farrell in the team, or you know there's there's so many ways they could play out. It's just yeah, I think it's worth thinking about, um, and, and this is without even looking ahead at say round sixteen. You know if um, the Burgess boys all go off and play, um, you know the Denver test and they don't back up the the week after. Um, you know, is Cook going to go very well in round 16 without, you know, the best props and, and lock in his team um, laying the platform for him to make his runs out of dummy half? You know, it. I don't know. Like I said, if you're really struggling and you want to take a bit of a gamble, it might be something you want to look at. Yeah, probably. Not saying I'm going to do it, but. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on number of trades left too, doesn't it? I mean, Rabbitohs. Yes, yeah, absolutely. In that round 16, Rabbitohs do have Cowboys uh, which would be a favourable matchup, but it's at Barlower Park. I'm not exactly sure where that is. I feel like that's it in, might be Cairns. In, yeah, it's in Cairns. Okay, so that's an away game, even though it's a Rabbitohs home game. So not not the easiest matchup there, even though the Cowboys are obviously underperforming. Uh, what do you think about the Harbs playing on that Friday night in round 14? So the likes of Cleary, Maloney, both you know both very super coach relevant. Cleary obviously coming off the injury spell, but. If if not for Origin, you know, he would be in my team for sure. Do you feel like halves are probably more likely to back up than the likes of Damian Cook and Co? Yeah, I think I would I would say most likely. I know from memory, Maloney generally would back up if he can, barring injury. Um, from, from memory, he's always backed up the, 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 the following round. Obviously, we don't know what's going to go on with Cleary because obviously he's missed... A number of weeks of footy. He's come back just from a pretty serious injury. I don't know if um, Anthony Griffin thinks it's worth risking him. They've got some pretty decent, you know, backups. Um, I think Tyrone May is making his way back, and he'll he played five eighth for them last year, um, and, and was pretty good for them. So there's every chance that he gets a run. Um, they plotted Jerome Luai, who's actually a half as well. So he there's looked, a couple. I thought he was pretty good actually. Yeah, definitely. There's, they've got some really, really good youngsters there. Um, so, you know, they're, they're traveling so well. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a tough call. I I don't, I honestly don't know how it's going to play out. It's, it's, it's a really fascinating bike period this year, I have to say. Yeah, it's going to be excellent, especially with, you know, Penrith and Souths, for example, have probably moved past the Dragons and the Warriors uh, in recent weeks to become the two form teams in the comp. So that's going to be really good. It's going to be a very good month, month or two of footy. Uh, the other guy playing on that Friday night in round 14 is Jai Arrow. Coming off the bench for Queensland, though, I presume, you know, of a barring injury that he will probably back up and play, you'd think. Yeah, I think so as well, but 
I guess at the same time, you've got to remember he's really banged up. I mean, he literally came off last week with yet another injury of some sort. Uh, I think the la- the latest was that it was a cork in his shoulder or something like that. But, you know, he just can't seem to not come off for a little bit of period, period of time in each game with, with some sort of injury. So I don't know whether they're going to bother trying to... I mean, I, I bet he will try back up, but mm. does he play more than 50, 60 minutes? Maybe not. So... I think he will. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he'll back up and I think he'll play, yeah, you know, 60 to 65. But that that's all he needs. He's only averaging 60 this year, 60 minutes for a 66 average. So he's a, he's a gun. But like you say, um, very injury prone, it would appear. Um, I actually sold him a couple of weeks ago for Fitzgibbon. He's come back with two good scores, which uh, I haven't felt too good about. Luckily, Fitz managed to get that try on the weekend uh, to bump his score up. But... Yes, Jai Arrow having a very good season, and hopefully for owners he does back up in round 14. Okay, yep. mate, the uh, the all-important question, who are you tipping for this game one? Oh, Queensland, of course. Really? Like, <laughs> mate, I think uh, it's, it's going to be bloody close. Obviously, both of us are Queensland supporters, but with those those senior leaders gone for Queensland, I think New South Wales has got a real chance. Yeah, look, to be honest, I think you'd have to say that the New South Wales team has to be favourites for this game. Um, you know, their team has more players that are in form. Um, arguably, they've got the form halves pairing. They've got, you know, the form pack. Uh, it's, you know, some really, really good players all over the park. The only thing is they, you know, Latrell and Roberts are both really dodgy defenders. Mm. I mean, that the game, they played each other. They made each other look bad in defence. They made each other look good in attack, but generally, yeah, both of them are quite suspect defensively. So, I could see Gi and Chambers having, you know, some pretty good games um, against them. So, if they're not able to match up defensively, that could be where the Blues lose it. Yeah. Yep. Agreed, mate. I think it's going to be very close. Um, if I was a betting man, which I'm not really, but if I was, I would probably. I think New South Wales by about four points. I think. 20, 24-20 or something like that would be my guess. Uh, how many players are for you this weekend? I'm probably sitting on uh, 11 or 12 at the moment. Uh, if Nichols and Katoa could sneak their way in, that could go as high as 14. Uh, that's pre-trades. I'll definitely be making two trades. So I'm aiming for 14 or 15. I think that's where I'll probably end up. Uh, what about yourself? Yeah, I think um, I've got... 14 pre-trades, but that includes Nathan Brown. Um, you still got Nathan Brown. <laughs> yeah, I held him. <laughs> so I've got Nathan Brown on the pine. Um, so that includes Nichols and I think Jennings, who I no, guess his Jennings job is... Jennings will be there. He'll be there, mate. He'll be there. Look, I, I think so too, but we have to point out that his job's technically at risk because Jared Hayne is up for us, uh, available for, for selection this week. So, Seriously, if they pick Hayne ahead of Jennings, I'll lose it. <laughs> uh, look, you can't complain too much. I mean, at the end of the day, he's still made about 170 grand or whatever. So he's done his job as a cheapie. I think we're getting a little bit, you know, a little bit greedy now if we want him to play this week too. I mean, look, I, I, I hope he's there as well. I think he deserves to be there. But if Brad Arthur picks Jared Hayne, I mean, who, who misses out, you know? I think I it's think, I think it's got to be isn't Takarangi play been playing in the centres? Yeah, I think you're right. But I mean, Brad Arthur's a big Takarangi fan. 
Yeah, and there's there's no eels back rowers selected for Origin, so yeah, I don't know. I just hope like hell this time tomorrow George Jennings is still there because if he's not, I will be trading him to um, maybe Cheekam potentially. That's a big call. Like, is it just for the one round? Because I mean, oh, what? He should make. Who knows cash. What... I don't know. Just throwing a name out there, mate. <laughs> who knows what's going to happen? Because apparently Robbie Rocco was only arrested last week. Robbie Rocco, he's useless. Rested from his, uh, you know, five or six runs per game. Yeah, more than Latrell. <laughs> That's true. Oh, I my think, God. So I think that Latrell's going to be the only person who's broken 60 making two runs in a game. Yeah. Uh, and, and also getting sin binned. Oh. So it's pretty impressive, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, mate. Well, like we said, short and sharp pod tonight. Origin only. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday, uh, covering off on the rest of the um, the rest of the news leading into round thirteen. That we'll have the teams. Uh, we'll have the injury update. We'll have all the usual stuff. So, thanks for jumping on, mate. Uh, good luck uh, until we talk to you again. Cheers, mate. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.